Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a very specific case study from our business. As many of our listeners are aware, we're in the process of building an 80-bed assisted living facility in Lake Charles, Louisiana. This particular project embraces two competing concepts simultaneously. In the world of assisted living, building scale, that is maximizing the number of beds, saves costs and improves efficiency. However, it degrades the quality of service for the end clients. The project we are building consists of the best of both worlds. It embodies the values and the boutique qualities of the residential assisted living model, at the same time as bringing the appropriate level of scale to maximize operating efficiencies. The total project consists of a campus of six buildings with a site plan designed to accommodate an additional three buildings for a total of 128 beds. Each of the residential care homes houses 16 residents. Each home is independently licensed and can offer a unique product that is optimized to the specific client needs. Two of the homes are designated to specialize in memory care and dementia. During the process of securing the building permit, the state fire marshal came out with a new interpretation for the building code for memory care facilities. Rather than treat memory care the same as assisted living, they decided that we would need to meet requirements for a limited health care facility. That meant increasing the fire suppression system to a higher grade of fire suppression. It also meant replacing the standard commercial doors and windows with fire retardant doors and windows that are capable of holding back a fire for 45 minutes. When we costed out the additional materials, it added about a million dollars to the overall construction budget. Each fire retardant door costs about $10,000 per door. The fire retardant windows cost about $200 per square foot of glass, and we are looking at an additional $600,000 just in windows and doors. None of the members of the design team were expecting these new requirements. Our architects, our engineers, were completely surprised by these new requirements. After numerous phone calls with the Department of Health and the State Fire Marshal, it was clear they were not going to back down on this new requirement. After consulting with an attorney who specializes in matters of this type, we decided to launch a formal appeal of the Department of Health ruling. Our team constructed a six-point argument that made a pretty compelling case for reversing the Department of Health decision. We consulted a neurologist who argued that the cognitive abilities of people with dementia in the case of an emergency remained very strong up until their very final stages. In fact, you could examine the physical ability of someone with dementia compared with many people in assisted living who maybe use a wheelchair or a walker and very quickly conclude that those with dementia are much more capable to evacuate in an event of an emergency. At the root of the concern is the fact that memory care facilities have access controls at every door to protect residents from wandering off in the middle of the night. These access controls, however, they're connected to the building's fire alarm system, and they're immediately disabled in the case of an emergency. We argued that the state-level regulation was in fact in violation of federal fair housing laws by imposing a financial hardship on a specific population. In total, we crafted an 18-page document. It would be easy to adopt a cynical view of government and assume that we had a 5% chance of success in appealing the ruling. And while we felt we had a compelling argument, we didn't know the full spectrum of factors that would influence such a decision. Our attorney had experience in such matters, and she felt that some total of the arguments combined with the threat of asserting a fair housing law violation would tip the scale in our favor. Now, I'm pleased to report that not only 
did the state fire marshal agree with our arguments, but they responded quickly. We had a formal approval letter in less than two weeks. For the cost of a few weeks of effort to research a robust series of arguments and about $2,500 in legal fees, we are able to save about a million dollars in development cost. That's a pretty good return on investment. We had numerous experts telling us that our chances of prevailing were low. And last week, we had an episode on negotiating with government. Today's episode is a very specific case study that illustrates what a successful negotiation can look like. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.